Hey everybody, thanks for joining us at the Central and Janesville podcast. Please remember to check us out on centraljanesville.com throughout the week. We're excited for wherever God's got you at right now, and we hope this message brings you a little closer. Thanks. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to age myself here in a second. Um, but do you guys, do you guys remember the, the movie Dirty Dancing when it came out? Like, I'm, yeah? Okay. When you, I got you. Um, okay, so the, the, the movie Dirty Dancing came out. And I, was, I lived in a very, very Christian home. And it was like the devil of all movies. You know what I mean? Not allowed to watch that movie. So I just went over to my friend's house. Um, but uh, then, then they came out with the, uh, with the soundtrack, right? Like the soundtrack was a very cool soundtrack. And... Um, and I thought it was awesome, so I went and I bought the soundtrack, this cassette tape of the sound. I know I'm old. Quinn, stop looking at me like that. Um, I bought the cassette, cassette tape of the soundtrack, and I was like, man, I love that. And I also felt a little rebellious, so it felt good. You know, like my parents didn't know that I had it. Um, but there was this song on it, on that soundtrack, and it was called, She's Like the Wind. Do you know that one? Through my dreams. It, I, and every time, I just was like, I love that song. Love it. And I, um, and I bring it up today for almost no reason other than, other than the fact that I believe that Jesus was the original author of that song and he was talking about the Holy Spirit. Stay with me. Jesus had this moment at, that he was trying to help um, People understand what the Holy Spirit is like. And so he's saying, he's like the wind. He, he really did. This is John uh, chapter 3, verse 8. Uh, you know what? We're going to get to that in just a second. Um, but I just wanted to let you know that we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit today. But it really is going to be more like a, a teaser for a series that we're going to start on Halloween weekend called Ghost Stories. Um, and it's... Uh, obviously, we're not going to be. We're going to talk about Holy Ghost stories, and I know, you know, when we talk about the Holy Spirit and we we talk about stories that involve the Holy Spirit, the truth is, the Holy Spirit is the weird part of God. Can I just be honest? Like, it's the, it's the part that you can't like. You can understand. God. We, I think, we all get a, an image of God the Father, right? Like, you know, He's like. He's loving, in, in a lot of people's mind, he's out there somewhere, sitting on a throne, you know, that kind of a thing, kind of overseeing all of it. it we also can get our, wrap our mind around God the Son, that it's Jesus, that he, it was God incarnate, and he came to earth, and he was in a body, and there was a real person, um, and that's God the Son. But then, and we talk about the Holy Spirit, and it's the, it's the creepy spiritual part of God, you know what I mean? Like the part that you just, you can't wrap your fingers around. Like you want to be able to understand it, but it feels like it slips through your, kind of like the ghost stories, you know? And so we're going to talk about, go, about, um, about what it means for the Holy Spirit to live in encounters with you on a regular basis. And we're going to start that Halloween weekend. So um, I think it'll be fun. We're, every weekend we're going to have somebody's ghost story. Uh, I mean, holy ghost story. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I think it's cool to have a ghost story that's like the, you know, the missionary that's out there and like they're about to die and the Holy Spirit comes and say, that's a really cool ghost story. But I think there are ghost stories that happen all the time. 
And so we're going to talk, uh, you know, I, I just shot a video, one of the ghost stories I'm telling. It's just, a, it's just a happening. It's just a moment in life. And I think we need to start seeing the Holy Spirit in our everyday life. And so um, that's what we're going to dig into. But today, we're just going to look at this one analogy that Jesus makes about the Holy Spirit. And we're just going to kind of let that get us started, be a teaser for the Holy Spirit series that we're going to start um, in uh, on Halloween weekend. So now let's get to the scripture. Uh, this is Jesus. He had just talked um, to Nicodemus, to a, to a man who was a very religious man who was wanting to know, you know, who is it, how is it that I get eternal life? And Jesus says, you got to be born again. And he's like, what? That makes no sense. Like, I'm not going back into my mother's womb. And Jesus is like, yeah, I'm not an idiot. Okay, that's like my version. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, listen, I know you're not, I'm talking spiritually. You've got to be reborn spiritually. And then he says this. He says, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. And so it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And that's all we're going to talk about today. This is the only verse we're going to look at today. Because it is so packed full of, I think, really important understandings about the Holy Spirit. Um, we're going to look at four of them. Uh, the first one is we can sense the effects of an invisible Holy Spirit. We may not be able to see him, but we can sense the effects of the invisible Holy Spirit. That's number one. Number two, we really don't understand him. Number three, we surely can't control him. And number four, all we can do is let him take us away. That's where we're going to go today. So let's start with that first one. We can sense the effects of the invisible Holy Spirit. Yeah, uh, Jesus says, uh, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you don't really understand anything else about it. You hear its sound. You can, you can sense it. You guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe if you've ever walked with God. You have sensed the moment when something, and I'm, maybe it was a huge deal, maybe it was something big, maybe it was something small, but you sensed a moment when God stepped into your everyday and altered something. And, you know, the reality is we got a couple of options in that moment. Most of us, and I'm going to be real with you, this is me. My tendency in that moment is to think, that's a coincidence. I know, I, I know I'm, a, I'm a pastor. I'm supposed to be a professional Christian. Um, but that is, that's the reality. The reality is I, I, I struggle. Because when things happen, when things come up in my life, I honestly, my first thought is that's a coincidence. Um, but the reality is I think that God is at work every day. And we have a chance, we have a choice to decide how we understand the world around us. Are there a bunch of coincidences or is God ordering our steps in ways that create moments that might make a difference in somebody's life, that might make a difference in our lives? And, and there are times that we're not paying attention to it and we're just blown away by it, right? And I think that's, that's a lot of our experience with that, but... I'd like to suggest um, that if we 
can sense the effects of an invisible Holy Spirit. The way we see the, we don't see the wind, right? You see the effect of wind. You don't, you know, wind is weird. It really is. And I love this analogy because it's out of control. You don't know much about it. You don't see it. And honestly, I was thinking about it this week as I was planning this sermon. And I thought, why is there wind? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, on a, in a bigger question, I, this is an aside, but it's just a weird thing. Like, what, what is wind? Where does, it co- where does it come from? Like, we know all, I'm sure that some meteorologist could tell me all about it. But it just feels weird. Like, it's not, like, if you look at a, a map of the world, it's windy in some places at times, and then it's not windy there, and then it's windy over. You just don't understand the whole, I mean, we can predict it because we have satellites now, but really, we, I, I don't really get it. But we can see what it does. I mean, it can be powerful. It can be devastating. It can be, we, I was down in uh, Orlando this week dropping Abra off at Disney. She just got a job as a lifeguard at Disney. And so we were down there, we dropped her off, and it was Orlando, and it was disgustingly hot. And there's just a moment when a breeze would like, come by just for a little bit and you're like God loves me you know what I mean it was just hot 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 and so there's just so many great effects of wind but I don't really get it you see the effects the truth is we can choose to see the effects of the Holy Spirit in our lives or not I can I, I can tell you times in my life when I've been paying attention I see it all the time I see the Holy Spirit everywhere. In times in my life when I'm not really thinking much about it, it's like, where the heck is God? Our attention makes a huge impact on whether we can see the effects of the invisible Holy Spirit. So that's the first one. We can sense the effects of an invisible Holy Spirit. But the second deal is that we don't really understand him. Uh, He says, uh, you cannot tell where it comes from or where you're going. Can we just be real about the fact that I don't get the Holy Spirit? I just don't. I would love to be able to say to you, I'd love to, because we're in church, and I'm supposed to say churchy things, I would love to be able to say to you, oh man, the, the Holy Spirit, I, get, he, I understand why he does what he does, but real talk, I don't. I don't, under, I don't get him. I mean, I, um, I can sit across from a family who just everything feels like it's clicking. You know, their life is comfortable. Their kids are wonderful. They, everything that they touch turns to gold. You know what I mean? And on, in the same day, I can sit across from another family. No matter what is going on, it feels terrible. Everything awful, uh, health-wise kids, everything goes bad. Do you hear what I'm saying? I know you know people on both ends of that spectrum, and I can't figure out why this family can't catch a break. And this family never feels like they struggle with anything. I don't get the Holy Spirit. I just don't. And there are a million examples I could bring up around that, right? I don't understand him. I don't get him. And I would love, man, I, I, I would love 
to honestly say that uh, that I I don't have a lot of doubt about that. But I got to be real. There are times when I look at what the, what the Holy Spirit does in the world. Why does He intervene sometimes and not other times? And I, I'd also love to say that I know that there's some. <laughs> you know, it's funny. People come to me all the time. Um, and I love that they, I love when any of you does this and asks me to pray for something, you know, something's happened in your life and you want me to pray, but here's the, here's the kicker behind it somewhere. There's some people that I can tell they're like, you've got some special in with God. You know what I mean? Like you, you've got like, you got like, you can twist his arm a little bit, you know, that's, uh, I gotta be honest. I don't. I don't have any special in with God. I don't have, I don't understand how to get what I want out of him. I don't know that. And that brings us to our third point. Uh, so the first one, we can sense the effects of an invisible Holy Spirit. Number two, we don't really understand him. Number three, we surely can't control him. I mean, we desperately want to, let's be real. We want our way, not his way. But we can't control him. The, uh, Jesus, that's how he starts. The wind blows wherever it pleases. It doesn't blow where I tell it to blow. It doesn't go where I tell it to go. The Holy Spirit does his own thing. And so I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't pray. I, the Bible tells us to pray. And I believe in prayer. But I also believe that the Holy Spirit has a will of his own. And we can either choose to get on board with it or we can fight it. And we love to fight it. We surely can't control him. That's number three. So we can sense the effects of the invisible Holy Spirit. We don't really understand him. We surely can't control him. All we've got is to let him take us away. Now, um... <clears throat> Quick little aside, I would, I have this dream, I would love to learn how to sail. You know what I'm talking about? Like sailing with the, with the mast and I don't know anything about it. I want to learn how to do it, okay? I do, because I think it would be so cool, um, but, I, but I never have. I've never been on a sailboat, um, anything like that, but I, 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 I'm so interested in sailing because it's like hundreds of years ago, more than that, thousands of years ago, people learned how to harness the power of the wind. You know what I mean? Like they, they learned how to harness the power of the wind to go where they wanted to go. And I think it is, it is mind-blowing to me that, do you know that sailors have a way, even if the wind is going in the exact opposite direction of where they want to go, sailors have a way of going against the wind. And it's called tacking. I don't know, you guys know about this? Like, so instead of going directly into the wind, they sail at like an angle into the wind. And with the rudder and with the sail, with something, I don't know how to do it. Again, I'm no sailor. But it is amazing they go into the wind at this angle. And then they turn and they go into the wind at that angle. And so instead of going directly into the wind, they kind of make their way. And it's called tacking, right? How cool is that? Some person millennia ago 
figured out how to harness the power of the wind so that no matter which way it is blowing, they can go the direction that they want to go. I think that's fantastic. The problem is, I think when it comes to the wind of the Holy Spirit, I think most Christians are sailors. We don't want the wind to blow us in its own direction. We want to harness the power of the wind to go our direction. And so what do we do? We tack. We tack. How can I get the power of the Holy Spirit in my life so I can get what I want from him? That is the interaction between most Christians and the Holy Spirit. I, I'm not interested in the direction of the wind. I'm interested in the power so that I can control it. Um, though I think a sailboat it sound, sounds so much fun, learning how to sail, there's something else that I think is really stupid. And that is hot air balloons. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I'm going to get in this thing. I'm going to turn on the gas. The fire goes up, and I'm heading up, right? And where do I go? Wherever the wind takes me, right? Do I get to choose? I got, that, that freaks me out. Are you kidding me? What if I, so I... I don't get to decide which way we're going. i got to know the, way, the direction of the wind and then hope I find a place to land? That seems stupid. But I'll tell you this. I think it sounds like a whole lot better metaphor for living born of the Spirit than sailing is. Sailors are interested in harnessing the power for their own purposes. Hot air balloonists just want to put themselves out there and let the Holy Spirit take them where he wants. Man, it uh, sounds like an easy decision, doesn't it? Right? Well, we're at church. Right? Sounds easy. Yes, I don't want I don't want to have to I don't want to be the one who's always in charge. I don't want to be the one who's, who's fighting against the direction of the Holy Spirit in my life. We want that until the rubber meets the road. And so, you know, you ask yourself, Jesus, Jesus says this, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound. You can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How do you know you're born of the Spirit? I think that's, a, that's an important question. How do you know that you're born of the Spirit? I, I think there's a, there's a question you can ask yourself. How willing are you to let go of choosing your own direction? How, how much control do you need in your own life? You know, because that's what it really comes down to, isn't it? How much control do I want to have? And, and this is me being super honest with you. I want a lot. 
I want a lot of control. I want to pretend that I want God to control my life. But when the rubber meets the road, and maybe that involves something that is painful, where it involves something that that, uh, calls a sacrifice out of me, it involves me letting go of my own dreams for my own life, it involves taking a job that pays less. It involves risking a relationship for doing the right thing. Woo. That's when the rubber meets the road. Yes, I want to be a hot air balloonist until it gets hard. And then the sailor in me comes out in a couple of ways. Just kidding. <coughs> But there is a place where this metaphor breaks down. I mean, I, lo- I love the metaphor. Jesus gives us this metaphor for the wind and Holy Spirit. By the way, there's so much depth in this. Did you know that the wor- word wind and spirit that's used in this? Same exact word in Greek. It's the same word. And so, um, so there's actually this whole like little play on words that Jesus is doing here, which is super cool. We don't have time to get into it. But um, he creates this metaphor that the wind and the Holy Spirit are alike. But, you know, every metaphor, if you take it too far, it breaks down, right? Because it's not the wind. Um, And this is where this metaphor breaks down. Here is where the metaphor breaks down. It breaks down at trust. I can't trust the wind. Right? There, There is no trust in the wind, but there is... There can be deep trust in the Holy Spirit. And so, the question, you know, we, we, we start to look at the thing behind the thing behind the thing. Why am, I, why am I a sailor, right? Well, it's because I want to control my own, I have my own plans. I want control of my life. But if you look behind control, the reality is it's all down to trust, Who do I trust to give my life direction? And we're in church, so we all say, of course, I trust the Holy Spirit over myself. I'm an idiot. And by the way, all of you are too. Compared to the God of the universe, that's a a dumb point. Of course, that's who we want until it's tough. Until he leads us into the most difficult time in our life. Do we want to follow him? Do we want to get in the hot air balloon and follow him wherever he wants to take us? Because that's, that's a big old fat load of trust that that takes. I would like to suggest that the Holy Spirit has you exactly where he wants you. That can be a hard thing to believe. All the pain, all the difficulty, it is not in spite of the Spirit's work in your life. It's, that's, that's a, one of the things that um, we have to come to grips with, with the Holy Spirit, another reason why we don't understand him is... Um, 
We have to come to grips with the fact that everything bad in this world is allowed by him. If we believe that he is all-powerful, and we say we do, if we believe that he can control anything that he wants to control, and anything ugly in our lives has already passed through his filter. Do you hear what I'm saying? That is a, that's a tough truth to let sink into your gut. But we also know that when we get in the hot air balloon, even when he takes us into painful territory, there is, there is peace that comes. There's a lot of work on the sailboat. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of work because we have to pretend, tell ourselves that we actually want what God wants, but we live our own way. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of stress on you spiritually because you say you're one thing and you do another thing. That is spiritual stress. Getting into the hot air balloon is peaceful. might take you where you don't want to go. But when you get there, living at peace with the Holy Spirit is worth it. So I um, just wanted to ask you. Actually, why don't you guys close your eyes with me for a second? Just because sometimes I think that helps us go into our inner world. I just wondered if it all comes down to control and trust. If the difference between living a sailor life and a hot air balloon life is really about control and trust, I wanted to ask you, do you trust him? I don't mean the church, yeah, 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 I trust him. I mean the, when, when the rubber meets the road, when life gets hard. If he's going to blow you into places that you don't like, do you trust him? I think just sometimes we just need a, a reminder to let go of the sails. Let him blow wherever he wants to blow and just go along for the ride. Father. Thanks again for joining us on the Central and Janesville podcast. Remember to check us out at centraljanesville.com. Have a great week.